Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hello, my friend. I am really excited about today's episode, but first, two things. Number one, (laughs) I am so sorry about my voice. I wound up getting a cold a couple of days ago and my voice is so not cute right now. (laughs) So I apologize, but I promise it sounds so much worse than I actually um, feel. So hopefully you can stick it out for this episode because I promise you it's going to be so, so, so good. And number two, as you know, I am the founder and CEO of PWH Publishing, and Haley McMillan, one of our novelists, has released her second book, and it's called Margot James is Fine, and it's this incredible story of a woman who was left at the altar, and it's her journey toward healing and self-discovery and love and just like all the things. It is so stinking good, so if you want to get your hands on a copy of this book, go to the link in the show notes of this episode. I promise you are going to love the book. It's so good. (laughs) Um, So that said, those things said, um, let's dive into today's episode. So fun fact, I have been meaning to record this very episode since the podcast started um, around this time of year, right? So obviously I started the podcast a couple of years ago in January of 2021, but by around this this time of year, I mean like December, right? So I don't even know if any of this makes sense. (laughs) I apologize, but you know, the world isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. We're just going to leave all this in here. But um, anyway, point here, if you are listening to this episode in real time, it is December, right? And we are in the full swing of the holiday season. And I have got a story for you from when I was 15 years old, where I ruined Christmas for myself. (laughs) And in the process, I learned the value of delayed gratification honestly the hard way. (laughs) So let me set the stage for you. So like I said, I was 15 years old and I had gone to a sleepover at a friend's house and this sleepover just so happened to be in the month of December around the holidays, right? Because I vividly remember my friend's mom dropping me off at my parents' house the next day. It was like a Friday night, Saturday night drop uh, or Friday night sleepover, Saturday morning drop off at my house, right? Um, and I remember my friend's mom dropping me off because I was home alone. So my family was at a swim meet for the day. So my mom arranged it where my friend's mom was going to drop me off at home and I was just going to be home by myself for a couple of hours. Right. Um, and so when I was home there alone, I ended up doing a couple of things that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So I took a long shower, right? I took a long shower. Um, I ate a lot of green olives and croutons out of the same bowl. And, you know, I just, I was living life up, man. I was getting crazy. (laughs) Just spending some time by myself, right? And so I remember taking my bowl of green olives and my croutons 
into the living room and turning on the lights on our Christmas tree. And I sat down on the couch with my parents' dog that we had then. His name was Clifford. He was the most adorable chocolate lab ever. Such a wonderful dog. And he and I were just like hanging out on the couch. I was eating my croutons and my olives and I was admiring the tree. And in that very moment, a very naughty thought (laughs) popped into my head. I realized, like I fully realized that my family wasn't going to be home for a couple of hours, right? And I was, and still kind of am, (laughs) the girl who hated surprises, hated not knowing things. I was home alone with all of the Christmas presents, right? So I decided (laughs) that I was going to open all of my Christmas presents right then and there on the spot. You know, I was like, and and I rationalized this to myself. I was like, I just need to know what I got. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm not going to like, you know, spend too much time staring at the present. I just need like a quick peek to know what it is, right? Because I hate not knowing. And then I was like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to wrap the presents back up and nobody in my family is going to have any idea what I've done. Like, they'll be none the wiser because I'm going to wrap them up so good. It's going to look like nobody did anything, right? And you better believe, (laughs) against my better judgment, I got down on that floor and I opened one present at a time, making sure that I did it so carefully. Nothing got ripped or destroyed. Nothing was out of place. Like everything, even where the presents were placed underneath the tree, were the exact same place. It didn't look like I touched anything, right? And so I put them back in their spots. I wrapped them up. And, you know, I I did that with every single present. Grabbed it, (laughs) unwrapped it, wrapped it back up, put it back into place. And I did that until every single present that was being gifted to me was unwrapped and rewrapped. And at first, (laughs) I... I got this instant like massive dopamine hit from knowing, right? I was like, yes, oh, this feels so good to know. I hate not knowing. Like this is so much fun to know what I am getting for Christmas, right? But then, you know, a couple weeks later when it came time for actual Christmas, when we opened gifts as a family on Christmas Eve. So my family, we're one of those families that we open gifts on Christmas Eve, not on Christmas Day. Um, When it actually came time to open gifts on Christmas Eve, I didn't experience as much joy, right? I think as, you know, as a kid, it doesn't matter what age you are, a kid, a teenager, or an adult, like what makes opening gifts at Christmas so great is the anticipation, right? It's the anticipation of sitting with those super eager feelings because you know that the gifts you're about to receive have been chosen for you with such intentionality, with such love, right? And For me, that's why I look forward to ripping that paper off (laughs) every year, right? Because you don't know what's in the box and you really want to know and you just can't wait to thank that person who thoughtfully gave you that gift, right? Like there's such beauty in that, right? But I denied myself (laughs) that beauty and that whole full circle, you know, process by opening all of my presents prematurely right? Delayed gratification is defined as, quote, the act of resisting an impulse to take an immediately available reward in the hope of obtaining a more valued reward in the future. That's the end of the quote, right? So by opening all of my presents prematurely, I definitely learned (laughs) the value of delayed gratification the hard way. I basked, like I rolled in the, the immediate reward of opening my presents. I was like, oh my god, this is so great, right? But then on the flip side, I ended up not as joyful 
in the future <laughs> when it was actually time to open the presents because I already knew what was coming. I already knew it was coming. I knew what to expect and I had already experienced the authentic joy of opening presents that have been picked for you intentionally with love all by myself, <laughs> right? I experienced all of that all by myself rather than with my family like I honestly should have. So you best believe I have not prematurely opened a single present since I was 15 because it ruins the joy of Christmas, right? Like it totally ruins it. So, you know, receiving is so much more fun and joyful when you are experiencing it with other people and not knowing and honestly being tortured by not knowing what you are going to receive for for Christmas is half the fun, right? It's that build up, it's that it's that anticipation that makes it all the more fun, right? So this story is a way to remind all of us that yes, delayed gratifications can, can bleh, mincing my words here, delayed gratification can sometimes really suck, right? Like it does. It really, really sucks sometimes. It stinks to have to wait. It stinks to have to be patient, especially when we could easily get the thing we want right now, right? But then at the same time, waiting just a little bit longer for whatever it is that we want can actually make it even more worth it in the long run, right? So for example, let's say right now you are being super health conscious and you're not going to eat chocolate until Friday night at this fancy date night right? But, you know, then you're like, man, it's a Wednesday. I know there's only two more days, but there's a little Debbie sitting there in the break room. It's a Christmas tree little Debbie, and I want it so stinking bad, right? Like, yes, it's going to taste good if you eat that little Debbie, Um, but it's not going to be as good as if you were to wait for that warm lava cake with ice cream that you're going to have at your fancy date night two days later, right? And in one of those situations, it's like, girl, let's wait for the lava cake, right? Delay that gratification. Wait for the lava cake, right? Or another example, if you are trying to buy a house and a house has become available that you could afford, but it's not what you're looking for. It's not in the neighborhood you want. It's not in the style you want. You know, you want a turnkey ready house, but this is a total DIY. Is that right? D, yeah, DIY. Um, No, D. Oh my gosh, my brain is not functioning on, you know what I'm talking about, a do-it-yourself fixer-upper house, (laughs) you know, and that's not your jam, and you're like, oh, but like, I should take this, right? You know, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should delay the gratification, pass on it, and have faith that by delaying the purchase of your house, you're going to find them the exact one you're looking for, the turnkey ready, in the neighborhood you want, but not right now, but maybe six months later, right? And it's going to be worth the wait. Or let's say that you are wanting a super fancy wedding that you can't afford to pay for right now, but you really want to get married or you really like need to get married right now, then have that private ceremony for just you and your spouse and a witness and the person marrying you and then have that big white wedding of your dreams later on. And maybe that doesn't come for four more years, but it's worth it because you're going to get the exact wedding of your vision, the exact wedding of your dreams right? And all of this, this sense of like waiting just a little bit longer can be said about a job. It can be said about a significant other or even, you know, purchasing a pet, finding a therapist, you know, working out in a gym. Like I I feel like this concept of delayed gratification can make so many different things in so many different areas of our lives so much more worth it, right? So the ultimate point here um, is that It's not always a bad thing to wait or to delay, 
Okay, it's not a bad thing to wait or to delay. We live in this instant gratification society where you take a pill, you lose your weight instantly, or you order this chair from Amazon and you get it tomorrow, like whatever, right? Like we are so used to getting a lot of things right away that it creates this unrealistic expectation that we should get everything all right now, right? But that's not always how the world works. Sometimes excellent things can bring more joy to those who wait, Excellent things that bring more joy can come to those who wait. And that is certainly what I have been doing, (laughs) Um, trying to do, I should say, and obviously not perfectly, but that's what I've been trying to do ever since I was 15 years old and learned about delayed gratification the hard way. (laughs) And my husband and I are definitely in a season where we're like, oh, like we want the thing right now, but it's like, nope, we're going to wait. We're going to delay the gratification to get the exact thing we want And it's going to feel so dang good when we do, right? So thank you so much for being here with me, my friend, um, for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I am so sorry that I was kind of rambly, couldn't get the acronyms right. (laughs) Whatever. We're just raw and real and perfect doesn't exist, right? Um, If you enjoyed today's episode, please slide into my DMs on Instagram. You can find me at Marie. I would love to hear from you. Also, real quick reminder before uh, we go today that if you are interested in Haley's second book, Margot James is Fine, don't forget to check out the show notes for the link. The cover is gorgeous, and I know that you are going to love this book. I love you, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.